everybody! Welcome to the Good Evening Kitties podcast, a Tales from the Crip review. My name is Melissa, your ghostess with the mostest, and today's episode is Season 4, Episode 14, Curiosity Killed. As always, John Kassir is the voice of the Crip Keeper, and Danny Elfman does the theme song. This episode aired September 16, 1992. It was directed by Elliot Silverstein, who also directed the movie The Car. The screenplay was by Stanley Ralph Ross. This episode stars Margot Kidder from movies like Black Christmas and Superman, Kevin McCarthy from movies like Inner Space and UHF, J.A. Preston from movies like A Few Good Men and Captain Ron, and Madge Sinclair from movies like Coming to America, and she was also the voice of Sarabi in The Lion King. So that's cool. I saw that, I was like, oh, she was Sarabi, all right, that's cool. So yeah, this episode's a little, it doesn't really stand out to me too much, but it's it's interesting in the fact that it's just an interesting kind of plot. And then the makeup, because they're all made up to be kind of old, especially Margot Kidder. She doesn't look anything like she's supposed to, like that I thought. And that's because we're going to be going back in time in the sense of getting younger. So they have to take a lot of the makeup and pull it back, you know, so that, so like when I first saw it and I was like, oh, Margot Kidder's in there. And then I was like, that don't look like her. And then I was like, oh, okay. Cause it had, I kind of, I really forgot about this episode. This episode didn't really stick out to me much, but it's still fun. So we'll go ahead and get into it. So, like I said, Season 4, Episode 14, Curiosity Killed. I'm gonna go ahead here and read the description on the back of the box. Come on, one sip won't kill you. Senior citizens try to convince another oldster to drink a youth potion. So yeah, this one's like potion, voodoo stuff. We're doing that again, you know, in the episodes. It always kind of bounces around. Uh, This also, of course, has some domestic fighting. That's one thing that stood out with me for this episode, is just the way that these couples, especially uh, Marco Kidder and her husband, just fight, and it's like... So let's start the episode here. It starts out with the Crypt Keeper, of course, and he falls into like a a bunch of trees. So it's kind of cute because like it just opens up and there's nothing there. Then all of a sudden he's just like pew and falls down. He's all dusty and he's standing up in like this bush or whatever. That's still in the crypt, but I mean, it's he's in a bush and he's just bringing in the episode, throwing puns out, all that stuff, laughing, having a good time. I guess he's dressed like an old man. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It looks like he just got just like a shirt on. He may even have, no, I thought maybe he came in on a, like a parachute, but I don't think so. So yeah, he's just hanging in there. His face, of course, looks great. The cheekbones are really working in this one, which is kind of cool, like under his eyes and stuff. The, the puppetry is really good. Yeah, his hair's super white and everything. So yeah, he brings in the episode for Curiosity Killed. So this one starts out, there are two couples and they're camping. It looks like they're in like a swamp. So like it's the middle of nowhere. Margot Kidder and I think, is Kevin McCarthy her husband? I think he might be. They're both outside. They have an RV. They both each have an RV. And they're a decent distance apart. And they got like a fire going. And they're out there eating. And outside of their RV, the couple is the other couple that's with them are not there right now. So you have this one couple, older white woman, older white man. Okay, so. And Margot Kidder's done up really well to her. It doesn't even look like her. Kevin McCarthy, it kind of looks like him. But they have this really weird kind of old people makeup. His doesn't look so bad, but hers, you can tell it's not her. And then there's a dog that, that's there. There's a dog, and the dog is older as well. Like, you can tell he's not super old, but he's got the white muzzle. So he's like a black dog with a white muzzle. So everyone here is old, okay? That's something to remember, because we're going to be doing a youth potion. Everyone's affected. We'll get to that. What I like here about this is the tension between the elderly couple here, Marco Kidder and Kevin McCarthy. Her name is Cynthia, and his name is Jack. And just this opening shot of them eating dinner and she is just hates him. Like you can see it in her face. 
the way she smokes her cigarette as she's looking at him with this disdain. And he's just not even, he's gone. He's drinking his own drink. They just hate each other. You find out, like, they got, they got invited by this other couple, Harry and Lucille, a black couple who is friends with them, or at least Harry and Jack are friends. I think maybe they work together or something like that, if I remember. And so he invites Jack and Cynthia there for his own plan. So you find out later what Harry and Lucille are doing. And Lucille, his wife, Harry's wife, is, again, like some sort of, I think she's like Haitian or some sort of voodoo thing again. Uh, so there's always, like, someone there, even in, like, movies and stuff that you see that have to do with that, there's always someone there who kind of knows what's going on or can help them out or, or at least is there to warn them or something. In this episode, everyone is pretty much against Cynthia, who is played by Marco Kidder, which makes sense because she's a bitch. You get to learn just how much of a bitch she is. A lot of this episode is just her going off. I don't know why she even went. She obviously doesn't want to be there, so she's really mad. Even as she gets started, Kevin McCarthy's like, here she goes, another bitch fit. You're trying to kill me, you Here we go again, another bitch fit. Look at this shit. Rutabaga, bok choy, taikon, tofu, celery juice. Celery juice? This isn't food. It's leftovers from a compost heap. That compost heap is the best damned health food Harry and I could find. Huh? Now listen, madam. You behave yourself and you're in for a big surprise tonight. This weekend was never planned as a weekend on the town. And you knew it. Oh, you knew no, it, and I now didn't you're getting know off that. on one of your emotional spasms. I didn't know that. This is not an emotional spasm. Skyrocket you are being abusive. This weekend you is get me tofu and hundred miles from civilization. I said that's what it is, and I told you that's what it would be. They're outside eating by the fire and she's mad and smoking her cigarette angrily because what they're eating is this like health food stuff that Jack and Harry both wanted to eat, I guess so they can feel better and things. She's mad because there's like celery juice and things like that. And the other couple that they're there with, Harry and Lucille are in their own RV and it's like they're just yelling in these woods. The dog is barking, he's getting upset. I kind of expected one of them to have a heart attack or something because they were just so, they were just yelling. And so Cynthia's mad. She wants real food. She wants to eat in a, in a real restaurant. And he says that they're a three-hour drive from anything. So, I mean, they're really in the middle of nowhere. And now she's throwing things at him, threatening each other. Bugs are biting them. Again, I don't know why Cynthia went. You can tell that they probably haven't touched each other in a long time, like, intimately. Just how this is going. Unless it's, like, a hate thing where they're like, I hate you. And then it's like, yeah, that's hot. I don't know, because I, I can't see what else. So basically, the reason they're eating this health food, like celery juice or whatever, is because Harry is into it, who is the guy that invited him, him and his wife, uh, in the other RV. And actually, they're really not too far from the other RV. And so she's like, you know what? I'm going. Cynthia's like, I'm going off on Harry. I don't care. We're going over there. I'm asking them why we're eating this food. I don't even, I don't even care, right? And she's just yelling. Like, she really, really is getting into this. She's like, give me the credit cards, give me the key, I'm getting out of here, I don't want to be here. But really, they don't have another car, it's just, the RV's hooked up to like, it's got a drive thing inside of it. So it's not like she, she'd have to take the whole house, you know, if she's doing that. But she's like, I'm going to go home. So they don't make it over to Harry and Cynthia's RV. He stops her and they go back to the RV and they're, now they're physically fighting. She's trying to get into this RV, he's pulling on her. They're fighting. She's got these, like, baggy, like, old lady pants on and stuff. And then even Harry and Cynthia, the actors playing them, J.A. Preston and Madge Sinclair, have old people makeup on, too. Uh, J.A. Preston's doesn't look too bad. Maybe he's an older guy anyway. I'm not sure. Madge, you can kind of tell because she looks like it's... It just kind of weathered her face a little bit. 
they're talking now in their RV and they're at their own little tiny dining room table in the RV, which I like RVs a lot. Um, I don't know about you guys. I always think it's real cute how they're all set up. I like looking sometimes at floor plans of them, even though I don't have one. I think it's neat how you can impact so many small spaces like that. I think that's why I like tiny houses too. I don't know if I'd ever live in one permanently, but I did it We when I was younger, when I was a kid, um, my family and I would go camping a lot and we had our own little small, it wasn't even an RV, it was just like a trailer, but a lot of good times in there. It was really cute. It had a tiny little like stove and all kinds of stuff in there and uh, your dining room table turned into a bed and then your couch turned into like a seating for like six or something if you wanted another table. It was really fun. The bathrooms leave a lot to be wanted. Uh, I'll tell you that though, there's really not a lot of space. And the one thing I don't like about RVs sometimes is for like the smaller ones, they got like the wet bathroom or the wet shower thing where it's like you use the restroom there, they got the toilet and then you can shower above that and everything just drains down. And I'm like, that just seems like growth from mold is all that seems like just everything's steamy and wet. So yeah, I don't know about that. But anyway, that was RV corner right there. Uh, if anybody likes that kind of stuff, but no, I, li I like RVs, I think they're cool. So Harry and Lucille are in there. They're all like, do you hear them over there? I hear them over there. This is crazy. We should have made, we should have invited them. What are we going to do? We'll figure out whatever is this going on. And you can tell that there's some sort of plan or something that they're going on that they want him there. They've been knocking each other about for 45 years. Married to a crocodile. She remind you of Emma. Emma was never that bad. I never will be again. You never should have invited them. Jack saved my life. If he hadn't dragged me through the middle of a firefight, I'd still be on Guadalcanal or under it. All my life, I wanted to pay the man back, and now I finally can. And you learn that there was someone named Emma that is maybe no longer with them. And the reason that Jack and Harry are friends is from a long time ago, he pulled him out of like a firefight in Guadalcanal. And so he's like, I always wanted to pay him back. You can tell that there's something that Harry and Lucille know that Jack knows that maybe Cynthia does not. So now Harry and Lucille are coming out and they're like, guys, can we not yell? We are in the middle of nowhere. Let's all be nice. There's something cooking on the fire here. And so Lucille, who, like I said, is like Haitian or whatever. Um, she's got some sort of voodoo thing. She's stirring this pot and they're telling Cynthia that she needs a better diet. And Cynthia's like, Lucille, please stop stirring that stuff. It's making me quite sick. This is a very special mixture of herbs. We'll do wonderful things. Name what? It's a natural insecticide. It repels without killing. Works very well, I can see. Lucille is stirring. She says it's a natural insecticide. Why it would be like cooking on a cauldron where it looks like you could dish out some soup. I don't know. Maybe it's just herbs that you can also eat that also scare away bugs. It's not working because that's what she's lying. That's not what it's there for. They just don't want Cynthia in on this plan, which we'll find out in a little bit. So everyone's basically like, Cynthia, you a bitch. And Jack is just, his blood pressure is rising. He can't, you know, he's like, uh, I can't do this anymore. And the other couple's sitting there watching them. And she's saying like just all these bad things of what she would do to him. And I was right, which I remember when I watched the episode, I, I thought so that the first thing she says she'd do is she'd cut off his dick because they haven't used it in 20 years. And I'm like, ouch, it's right in front of the other couple. You can tell then when she says things like that, and even she can tell, I think that she hit a nerve. Like he just looks like he's defeated. So he's just like, you know what? 
we're here with our friends and you just said that. And you can tell she's even like, maybe I crossed the line. But then she's also like, you know what? I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch, even when I'm crying crazy. And he's like, Cynthia, that is a song from the future. And she's like, shh. And everyone's just like, Cynthia, you're a bitch. So we established that Cynthia is a bitch, right? So Jack goes back inside and he's getting ready to drink. They have alcohol in the RV, which is interesting because he is a recovering alcoholic. Why they have it in there, I don't know. Maybe it's just a backup stash. He's wanting to drink it. And as soon as he starts to pull it out, cause he's like, I can't, you know, he's like, I've had it with my wife. Cynthia, I can't do it. I'm gonna go back to drinking. And immediately Harry runs in and he's like, don't do it. And Cynthia can hear them talking that, you know, you can't drink, you can't, you'll mess up whatever it is we're trying to do. You can't have any alcohol in there. While Jack and Harry are in there, Harry starts telling him a story about Emma. And he's like, when we were camping here a little bit back, she got lost and this, Emma is his ex-wife, you find out. He's like, she wandered off. We looked for days we couldn't find her. We never found her. He's like, whatever you want to do tonight, Jack, I'm behind you. And so Amelia Cynthia's like, wait, is he gonna kill me? Or like, what happened to Emma? Like, what happened? <laughs> What's going on? What do you mean, whatever happened and they never found her? Like, what? why were y'all whispering about me? And Lucille's just stirring her pot. And so while they're out talking, like Harry and Jack just start wandering off into the woods and they don't say anything. They're just like, bye. And they grab like a lantern and a shovel or I think a shovel or a gun. And they just wander in there and Cynthia's just standing there looking at Lucille like, where, now where are they going? Like she, she's starting to get a little worried. So they go out to the swamp or whatever and they start digging, digging and digging. And they're like, what, what is all this? What is this? So basically you find out as they're digging, this is the body of Emma, Harry's ex-wife, who I, I guess was a bitch. I don't know. Every woman's a bitch apparently. I don't know. Lucille's not so bad. No, I guess things weren't working out with Emma, so Emma died or they killed, like, well, they killed her. He killed her, I guess. And so as they're digging, they find Emma's body. And she only died three months ago, actually. She, so she has, yeah, only three months ago, she died. We're there. Sounds kind of solid for bumps. My God. Jack, meet Emma. <gasps> Peace began with a six-inch blade. You are a murderer. Dead. You got two choices. See this thing through or walk out now. I can't let you walk out now. You, you entitled, Jack. So while they're out there digging, Lucille and Cynthia are back talking and, you know, she's like, you should really be more respectful. And Cynthia's like, you can't judge me. And then Lucille says this thing where she's like, if the man makes the living, the woman should make the life worth living. And I was like, okay, that's something, I guess. <laughs> I guess saying like, you know, if he's paying for everything, maybe you shouldn't be such a twat. I don't know. So she's like, don't judge me. You don't know what we've been through. So they're in there, like they're out there talking and she's still stirring the pot. So that's what they're doing over there. So in the meantime, Jack and Harry, and they're digging up the body of the Emma's there. And there's like these bulbs, like an onion bulb or some type of like plant flower bulb growing out of Harry's first wife in the swamp. So like this is part of the ritual of whatever they're doing for this youth potion. This woman had to have died in the swamp for a certain amount of time and grow these bulbs or whatever out of there. So while they're out there, Cynthia is like, you know what? I gotta find out what's going on. So she just leaves Lucille there and she starts creeping into the swamp. No lantern. It's still pretty bright out there, but there's like fog and stuff. 
and she's creeping out there and she's hiding up in this tree and she's watching Jack and Harry and they have everything lit up and there's like smoke coming all out of this gravesite or whatever where they buried her and they're talking about everything they remember about being young they're like we're gonna have like smooth skin and like energy and they pull her up and she's got these four onion bulb things growing out of her mouth okay yeah the bulbs were planted in Emma's mouth that's what I thought okay so then they put him in Emma's mouth and then as she decayed it like made him special or whatever so yeah, so they needed this wife, this first wife of Harry's to do this ritual. She's like a very important part. And they're pulling her skeleton out of this hole and they're setting her up. And they got, like I said, the, the bulbs and stuff. And there's like a snake crawling out of her face or like some worms and stuff. Oh no, no, it's a plant. Is it a plant? It's hard to see. Okay, yeah, it's a plant. Never mind. So the bulbs are sprouting. I thought it was a snake. So they, they face her towards the moon, her face. And it's kind of cool. Like the bulbs are sprouting like these little green... You know, just like an onion. It's like they look like, um, you know, Super Mario 2, regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo. The little, like, white onion bulbs you'd throw. That's kind of what they look like. They've blossomed into these white flowers, all these bulbs. So, like, they each have, a, like, a white flower. They've blossomed out. So now the, the bulbs have flowered, and Harry and Jack come back out of the woods. Harry has the white flowers from the bulbs or whatever. And now Jack is cocky. He's like, oh, snap, this is really going to happen. I just watched this bulb grow into this flower. This is intense. And so he's up there now, and he keeps saying, like, gooly gooly and gooly gooly back and forth, which I'm not sure if it's supposed to scare her, which it kind of is because now she's, like, afraid she's going to die. Gooly gooly, gooly gooly, gooly gooly. <laughs> so Jack's like all cocky now and now Lucille is putting some of the liquid of that cauldron into a cup. They're taking the flower called a jucarunda and it's supposed to be a flower of love and life. And so they're taking this flower and they're gonna do the ritual here. And so now Jack, they're gonna include Cynthia in on this, but he, no one's really explaining it to her. He's just real excited. She's trying to maintain. She's like, I don't know what's happening. It seems like everyone's playing against me. Emma is dead. And so she's afraid, I guess, for her life from Jack. I guess she thinks Jack is crazy. So she runs over to Harry and Lucille's and she's yelling and Jack's over there grabbing her. So now she wants to get the keys and get out of there and she can't find them. And Jack's in front of the RV just singing gooly gooly and gooly gooly and jumping around laughing. He just lost it and she's panicked and she's running back and forth. And she grabs a kitchen knife from the small little kitchenette in the RV and she's sitting there looking out the window waiting for Jack because she's like this is it he's gonna kill me they've killed Emma and now I'm gonna die and some time has passed and not that long um Cynthia has fallen asleep just from exhaustion or whatever in the RV and as she looks out the window of the RV Jack and Harry are, have a lantern and they're heading back out into the woods again and she's like oh what's going on now like so she still has the knife and I tell you the way that they have some of this costume stuff especially with Margot Kidder like she's really set to look old like they even have like her butt kind of fill it out in these old baggy lady pants. And so she's heading out there, again, just with the knife, no lantern or anything. And she's slashing that stuff, not doing anything, but she's creeping out there back to where they were. So Cynthia's out there watching them and they're going back to get another flower. That's when you can tell like they've already taken the first dose and they're going back for the second dose is what they're saying. And that's when Lucille catches up with them and she grabs Cynthia on the back of her shoulder and pulls her around. And, and that's when Cynthia sees that Lucille looks younger. Her skin is, isn't wrinkled. She's, you know, she looks not super young, but I mean, she's like in her 40s or 50s. And that's when they start explaining to her, like they need fertilizer. They used Emma's body to plant these bulbs, this flower. They grew so quickly by the moonlight. We each get a flower. Now we can tell you why we are here. 
Lucille has a secret. My father left me bulbs that he brought with him from the island. These bulbs have special powers. I planted it in Emma three months ago. We needed fertilizer. It had to be done that way. That's why the flowers grew so quickly by the light of the moon. One flower for each of us. And Lucille drank the sap. <sighs> Your skin is so smooth. It's the fountain of youth. I took my dose, and now we're coming back to get the other ones. Why they didn't grab all four at once, I don't know. Maybe they had to be, like, super fresh. She's like, yeah, Lucille's like, it's the fountain of youth. Don't you want to be in on this? And she's like, oh, you guys weren't going to kill me. Okay, like, Cynthia's got the knife, like, your skin is so smooth. Oh, my gosh. She's like, I thought, oh, okay, yeah. Because, yeah, she also thought, too, that Harry was trying to kill Lucille. The first dose when you take, that's right, the first dose when you take this, insecticide or whatever you know this potion is very painful so that's how you know it's working the first dose is really painful the second dose is not so when lucille heard or when sorry when cynthia there's a lot of names here when cynthia heard lucille screaming or whatever or upset she thought everyone was harry was murdering her just like emma was killed or whatever she was like freaking out thinking that someone was dying that's why she grabbed the knife it was all a big misunderstanding i mean if you really want to do a youth potion you have to explain it to everybody, you know, make sure everyone's on board. I don't know why you just don't tell her. And she's like, oh, whew, I thought, I thought Lucille was dying. They're like, oh, no, no, we're, th we're just, we're all going to be young. And so this is when Jack turns to Cynthia and he's like, remember when we first got married and you were so sweet and young and beautiful and we can do that again. And then she's like, yeah, that'd be so great. We'd be together. Yeah, it keeps going back and forth on this one. It's like he wants her in and he don't want her in. So then all of a sudden Jack's pissed off again. He's like, no, I did my time. 45 years. Remember how you were going to be young? 45 years, I'm not doing it again. Screw you. And he starts breaking her flower. He's like, nah, you don't get a flower. So it's really, this episode's kind of weird in the fact that they, I, it's hard to tell a little bit, like they keep going back and forth. It's like, you want it or you don't, or you want it or you don't. So now Cynthia's like, hey, I want to be young too. And so she runs, or she like waddles her way back over to this pot and she's going to take some and put it in a bottle thing and she's going to drink it or whatever. But it's kind of particular how you have to do this. And she doesn't know the reasons. Like, if that's one reason why Jack couldn't drink, because you can't have any alcohol with there. And it's just, it, it's really painful. And you got there's like a whole thing. And she don't know. She's just excited. She goes to grab, she grabs her little vial of whatever this stuff is, this youth potion. And she gets back into the RV. And she grabs the alcohol. And she realizes now, because she, she's put it together a little bit, she's going to taint the rest of the pot. So then they are screwed. And so now Lucille and Jack and Harry are coming back out of the woods. They have the flowers. They're like, we don't care about Cynthia anymore. I'm not even going to worry about it. We want to get young. Let's do this. So they each scoop up some of the liquid into their own cups. They each have a flower. They squeeze whatever this liquid is out of these flowers, which is weird that it's not like a powder or something. And then they toast to their future. Yeah, because they all took the first dose already. So they all look a little younger. Not super, but a little. I think, yeah, I think they all took it. And so Cynthia's watching from the RV like, ha ha ha, you guys are going down when you drink this. So they all drink it. How does it feel? I thought I'd improve the recipe. I, I put a little vodka in it. No, no, you shouldn't do that. 
they did a good scene here of all three of them reacting to this because they she put the alcohol in there. She, and so they're all like, ah, you know, and they're all like, oh my God, like cringing and stuff and falling out. So all three of them drank this and it's not good. Like she tainted it. And she's got the vial and her stuff has, it's just like an old spice bottle or something. And it's green. It's like a light green color. She grabs Jack's flower because she's going to use it for herself. I guess she knows now. And I think she saw them squeeze it in there or whatever. So she's like, yeah, screw all you guys. I'm going to be young. And so this part's kind of cool because then they got these nice body horror deaths. So like it's real like instead of getting younger, they start like almost getting older. So like their their faces are, are stretching and getting really wrinkled, almost like they're going to explode, like their faces kind of are going to explode. But they're also getting really old and decrepit. And yeah, just it's, it's really good. Their wrinkles are all pulling forward. They're starting their skin's getting tight. They turn into skeletons. They fall over and and their brains, their brain comes out, the skull breaks. It's not like a really long scene, but it's kind of neat. It happens really quick, but it's like, you know, crazy, but she's affected by it, but not really. She's also like, haha, I'm taking this drink. I can't wait. I'm going to do my own thing. And while they're all dying too, Cynthia's yelling at Jack, like, I'm going to find some young man and he's going to have some, some like young, what did she say? There's a good, there's a funny quote here. And she's like, you know what I'm going to do when I'm young? I'm going to find myself a real man, a young one with balls and money. So I'm like, okay balls and money. So she goes to drink this drink. She pours out the first dose into a glass. So the first dose, I don't think you need the flour for. She pours it out. She doesn't pour all of it out. She saves some because you'll need it for the second dose. Pours the first dose into a glass and drinks it. And it's very painful. So as it's painful, she knocks over the bottle and the rest of it spills out. And as it spills out, that first, another dose gets taken by the dog. The dog comes over and starts licking it too. So he's licking it out of the vial or whatever. I guess it doesn't really take a lot. She just took like a quick sip. But she's over at this tree and she's screaming and moaning and stuff. And they show it as she starts to get younger. Now she's back to looking like Margot Kidder. Her hair is dark black or dark brown. You know, cheekbones are nice and tight. And she's younger. She's still kind of got a little bit of a booty, not about that, about that much. Uh, maybe it's just the pants. And she runs over and she looks in her compact mirror and she's like, oh, I'm young. And she starts dancing around. She like dances around and twirls and the dog's barking. And that's when you look at it. And this dog looks like it's changed like three times. At first it looked like more like a lab. Now it's a Rottweiler. I don't know. But <laughs> now it's younger. For some reason, I don't know what. This episode is weird in the fact that, sorry, I'm just all over the place. This episode is weird in the fact that this dog is just kind of this background thing. And then... It's angry and no one really cares. They're just yelling at this dog and it's, I guess, chained up. It was. Now I don't know if it is. It's a bit random that she gets young, she's dancing, she's having a good time. And then this dog who took it and has gotten younger as well just gets really mad again at her. I guess he just hated her. I don't know. And so he attacks her. And so that's how this episode wraps up. Like she gets this youthfulness. I don't, she didn't get to really take the second dose, I guess, where it would stick. I guess that's the point. But she gets this youthfulness. And then the dog kills her for, like, no reason. So I don't know if it was just, like, he hated her and couldn't wait to get off the chain. He didn't have the energy and maybe taking this first dose give it, gave him it. And he was like, I'm going to jump on this opportunity as soon as I can. But whatever the reason, because I don't think she would have been, she wouldn't have been able to take the second dose anyway, I guess, because I think it was all gone. But whatever the reason, he kills her. So now there's this other couple that shows up and they're hiking through the woods in the middle of nowhere. Why they're looking for a place to sleep now. It's definitely like midnight or something or nine, ten. It's late. And this other couple's coming by with their backpack and stuff. And they're walking through like, oh, wait, you find this campsite. We're going to have a great sunrise or whatever. This is not when you look to set up a tent, but okay. 
So they stumble upon the campsite of Jack and Harry, Lucille, and Cynthia. And they're like, oh, shh, they're probably sleeping in the RVs. Oh, look at this dog. It's so cute. And now the dog has become a puppy, which is weird. I think you have to have the second dose for that. I'm not sure. If the dog figured out how to put the flower juice in back in the second dose or whatever, I don't know. Maybe he just, I'm not sure how this works. But now it's like a young Rottweiler puppy and it's chewing on a bone. And she's like, oh, look at this dog. Uh, you know, the woman who's the hiker is just like, look at this dog. It's so nice. And he's chewing on like a femur. And that's when it kind of pans over and you see all these other bones and stuff and pieces. And it pans over to this really pretty gory uh, body of Cynthia. And she's been ripped apart. And it's got her pink blouse on. She's got her little brooch. It's like a dragonfly or something. Or a flower. Something like that. I think it's a dragonfly. She's been ripped to shreds by this dog. This puppy now. And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, she got what was coming to her, I guess. I mean, the, the rest of them, they I mean, they still killed Emma or whatever, like Harry did. And I still, I'm not sure, like, had the dog not been there, it would have been a different opportunity. So I'm not sure. I mean, I like how the dog is younger. It's cute that it, like, came all the way back, even though I, I think you're supposed to take two doses, but whatever. But it's so vicious. I'm not sure why this dog is so angry. Now it goes back to the, the crib keeper here, and he's a boy scout. And he's planting plants. It's like throws back to the episode where he's got this skull face and it's sitting in a pot and he opens the mouth up and he drops the seed into the mouth. You know, like he's planting the little bulbs or whatever. So he's setting all that up and he's in a little like Boy Scout type outfit. He's even got the little like, um, like a little beret, not a beret, but like a little pointed cap kind of thing on. And he's got a lantern and he says he's a boar scout. That's what he is. I mean, he's really having a great time with all these puns. <laughs> Crypt Keeper. You're so punny. And the best Crib Keeper pun is... My horticulture skerret badge requires me to plant crocuses. Hmm, a shame, really. I'd much rather plant diebreds. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. Season 4, episode 14, Curiosity Killed. This episode's okay. A little bit of a lackluster way to end out the season, but it's not bad. There are There is some IMDb trivia for this episode. The only thing about it is that the title is, uh, or the only trivia here, though, is that the title is from that old idiom, Curiosity Killed the Cat. Next episode will be season five, episode one, Death of Some Salesman. I'm excited for that one. It's going to be fun. Thank you guys so much for downloading and listening to this episode. If you want to leave a review, you can do so on iTunes or on Facebook. I really appreciate it. Uh, there's also a Twitter page that you can follow, at GEC Podcast. That's at G-E-K Podcast. There's a Facebook page you can follow. Thanks again, and have a good one.